Hello and welcome to the Fit and Fabulous podcast with your co-host Greg Theron and Gillian Davis. How is everyone this week? Awesome. The weeks are flying by. <laughs> I can't believe it's nearly August as we record this. It's crazy. It's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, just when we thought we weren't going to get out of lockdown or through lockdown. <laughs> We're starting to come out of it. Yeah. <laughs> We're in this semi-lockdown thing, I think. It's a bit weird. I just had a couple of clients earlier and they were like, we're in lockdown, but we're not in lockdown. Yeah. I mean, we could go back at any time. It's a bit of a weird situation. Yeah. I, I, I had that feeling the other day. It's kind of like everyone's on the cusp of just, can we not just get on with it now <laughs> and just kind of get back to normal? I think September, I think. Yeah, I think it's... Um, I, I think, um, yeah, now everyone's kind of, well, you know, it's summer, it's August. Wait till September and then it'll just be... Back in. Business. Yeah. I think we'll be back into, back into lockdown, I think. But, hey... I'm not going to put money on it, but <laughs> obviously there are places around the world that are going back into lockdown and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, but anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about today. Well, it? actually, I think there's a really good parallel we've just drawn from that. Oh. It, it, it's that classic of all in, all out. So we're either in lockdown or out of lockdown. <laughs> and there's a little parallel. But yeah, I think, yeah, let's, let's intro what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, so just uh, what we experience as coaches when we're working with women is that there, there's a typical trend that we see and and, it, and it's perfectly normal you know, with even human it's human behavior isn't it it just happens whenever we're trying to change something in our lives we're trying to you know create a basically a, a new identity a new life in some way and that may sound huge and big but you know that's what you're essentially doing to try and create some change and and we, we tend to see that it gets to a point where we're not seeing the results that we want. We're not, we feel like we're putting every ounce of effort into our endeavors, you know, the change that we want, but yet we ain't getting there. What's going on? What's happening with that? So we're gonna talk on that one today, aren't we, Greg? Yeah, this, this is a big- Are we getting the results when we feel like we're putting so much in? What's yep. going on? All right. So shall we, who are, so that, am I going to go first on this one? <laughs> oh, yeah, go on. warm up, let me stretch. <laughs> so I think there's the, one of the big things, first of all, for a lot of um, ladies that we probably work with is this notion that it's going to be a straight line, that the, the fat or the weight's just going to go straight down in a straight line. Um, because, you know, you see all these befores and afters, but you don't see the story in between, right? You don't... They don't tell you, they don't show you the graph of how the weight went up, down, up, down and plateaued for a few weeks and then it went down again. So the problem is that no one sees that. So you just expect it to be a straight line. Um, and people forget they're human. Hmm. And that's a real big one for me. What your thoughts on yeah, that? Absolutely. And, um, and I think as well, certainly when you kind of eat, you make that decision to, you know, seek out a coach to help you get to those changes, you know, whether it's a, a program or one-to-one -one or whatever. And it's like you put so much energy into making that decision then that, you know, that excitement, everything else is there. But then that energy starts to disappear and then you realize that you've got to keep going with this. And um, and, and like that with, with our weight, we, we there's a big association. Obviously, we talk about that a lot, Greg, and that there's like a lot a huge amount of it's always about our weight we need to see our weight change our weight needs to change and if it doesn't happen then you know 
Obviously, oh my God. You know, something yeah. Oh my Lord, my weight hasn't changed for a week or two. Oh. Uh, and even worse, it's gone up a little bit. Oh no, that's it. I'm starting a new diet. So, yeah. And it, you know, and it's that kind of, that's a big part probably what the coaching is with what, what I know. I, I seem to talk about it a lot and I'm sure you do. I don't want to put words in your mouth, big, but you know, that we do tend to, find ourselves having to unpick that sort of thought process a lot don't we with the people have and that's because past experiences and you know their previous history whether quite a lot have been through sort of slimming clubs and that so there is a big focus on your body weight when it comes to them oh so, um, so much so much so yeah so so seeing that change and you want to see it, and when you get it you get a good buzz about it you get a good feeling and you want to keep getting it don't you so you get addicted to getting more and more and more of the same so when you don't get it it's a total head melt you're like oh, oh didn't see that why <laughs> i haven't done anything different yeah. why is it not why is it not changed so i want to ask you a question to that point your thoughts on now sometimes you know i've I've kind of twisted this a little bit when it comes to body weight because I was always the factor. Listen, whenever I get to that conversation, I go, listen, your choice is at this point, we can either keep doing so. Personally, in my programs, I do it every two weeks. You know, we do a full check-in, not just body weight, every two weeks to see what, how the progression and see what's happening. But I've said, well, you have a choice. Either just stop using body weight, stop looking at it, don't do it at all, or do the opposite and just do it every day. Yeah, all or nothing. I like that. That's a good one. So I've been using weekly weigh-ins with measure with measurements. And I think that's the, the key point is measurements. And then I do pictures ideally every four weeks. Um, but on uh, one group of my clients at the minute, I haven't, we haven't checked in with weight for about three or four months. Mm -hmm. I've just stopped it because ultimately becomes irrelevant to the goal that they actually really want yeah so i think people come to us with uh, i want to hit this on the scale when when you really question them actually what they want is to be able to get into a new dress to be able to run after the kids to have toned arms to lose belly fat whatever whatever that is that's the real reason so actually does the scale stop you from getting into the dress no Mm -hmm. so actually why are we focusing on the weight so much when it's about changing body composition etc 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 yeah so yeah and i think that's i think also what you said is about weighing daily really does actually get people to understand the daily fluctuations in weight and that it's not fat gain like you didn't gain fat overnight it just doesn't happen so yeah, yeah. i like the approach i like your approach so yeah and that, that that makes a few people stop and think because mm -hmm. they feel like it's become all consuming and i'm like well just educate yourself if your body's changing that much see how much it changes from day to day yeah know what your body is doing yeah it's, it's a really weird one right and you you, you I'll, I'll ask you this is ladies always talk about hormones and stuff right Mm -hmm. so it's always this big oh it's my hormones and my hormones are doing this but it's then when they don't get the result or the change that they they think they should see the, the hormones automatically get forgotten 
<laughs> I don't know. Do you see that? It's just like it's all hormones. Oh, but oh, I forgot about hormones now. It's just so weird. What are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. And it, it's like, of course, it impacts. We know it impacts your weight. Like it's, you know, between fluid retention, even just not, you know, digestively, you're, you you don't you know get rid of food waste and things as easily certain times of the month and, and others, you know, that impacts women too. Bloatedness, you know, all those sorts of things. Yeah, that all happens. And that can, you know, that can make you feel, you know, like you're, that you're heavier than what you are usually. You, you probably are a little bit as well. So, um, but it's, it becomes more a thing at a certain age, I think. Okay. I think Tell me more. Tell me more. I'm intrigued. Tell me more. Well, it does. And again, it's now because there's more talk and more openness around about, well, up until maybe a couple of years ago, I've started to hear about perimenopause. And I never knew of that. Like, that's not something you get taught in school about this perimenopause. I'm not quite sure when this terminology came around. Did they even talk about menopause, to be honest? Yeah. <laughs> like... I think they kind of glossed over it in biology. It was like, yeah, puberty, have sex. You get to this point and then yeah. it changes. <laughs> and then yeah. it goes away. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so sometimes, you know, so when there's more talk of it, it's, you know, and the more you read into it and the more you get focused on it, the more you, you maybe think it's almost like a self-diagnosis, you know? It's like, oh, that's what's wrong with me. Mm-hmm. Bam, you stuck a label on there so you know this is gonna oh oh that's this is gonna impact this this is gonna make it harder to lose weight this is gonna make it harder to do all these things um so so subconsciously you're telling yourself that this is gonna be hard yeah oh do you know what i wrote a post on that this morning <laughs> oh, like the amount of talk of self-talk that we attach to this oh it's gonna be so hard yeah. It's going to be so hard. Well, that, like when you really boil it down and it, it's hard. It's, I guess it, it's hard. I say I'd used it. <laughs> it's for us, obviously we, we've kind of grown up and this is our profession. This is what we do. I think for a lot of ladies, so they've almost put the weight on, they've always got this weight of it's hard already on their shoulders. Mm-hmm. So of course it's going to be hard. Well, actually, you just need to do, just stop worrying about it being hard. And if you just got on with it, you'd be there already, right? So yeah, you use the word hard as a, it's like an anchor. So it's like you're trying to set sail, but you've got the anchor of hard in the ocean. Yeah. Dragging it through the sand. Yeah. I think, yeah. And it, it's a good point. I guess, well, I don't want to say I guess. No, it's, because I think women then carry a lot of the lot of the you know managing the house, managing the family, managing everything else. So if it feels like there's more I've got to do, you know, when in actual fact there's probably a lot of stuff you need to get rid of because your energy is just yeah, your energy is just being exasperated basically because you keep taking all this stuff on that you feel that you have to you have to do so yeah but an actual fact you know i think we've talked about this on the podcast before but you know who's 
put that expectation on there. So another thing that comes to looking and focusing on yourself then, mm. that needs, you know, that that's mentally, that's even harder because you've got to, you know, got to be kind of open and vulnerable about what it is that's going on for you. So, you know, being honest. So, um, whereas you've probably gotten into a point where you've just, you know, manage this, manage that, manage the other things. So, so you've just carried on with that sort of that that role, if you like. So, yeah, we wear that cloak, and mm-hmm. I think sometimes we use busyness as a, a shield against actually just stopping and looking at what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so often, I'll get ladies messaging me going, "Oh, I want to lose weight, but I'm so busy." So then, again, it's like another block they've already put in. Well, actually, like you said, it's, it's often just doing less. Um, and you do less to get more, but that's why you hire us to, you know, unclutter your heads, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because I think the fitness seems to be, and getting in shape seems to be, people feel it has to be, you've got to train seven times a week on top of looking after the kids, getting the house tidied, all that stuff, going to work and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But actually... For most people, is actually if you did less hoovering, like no one's checking out your house every day. It's not cribs. <laughs> like, see, no, see, I, I think this is a real big one. Obviously, I'm a man, and I, but we get so emotionally attached to cleaning. Like, seriously, I'm like, how many times do you clean this week? Oh, I'll clean every day. Why? Clean every day. Trust me. Do you know how many ladies I've coached, and it's like. Well, I've got to clean my house every day. And I'm like, look, you're not on cribs. Don't worry. They're not com- MTV aren't coming round. Yeah, but I just have to. I'm like, do you remember a program called Keeping Up Appearances? Yeah. Mrs. Bucket um, and the husband. Yeah. It's, it's this keep up this appearance that you're super mum or superwoman because your house is always tidy. Like, I have to say, like, I do, well, obviously, I'm myself and my husband so I don't have kids mm. or anything so but I just I'll get rid of a load of stuff if I have to clean it I have to question whether I really want it or not you know <laughs> <laughs> like cleaning cleaning must be the most boring thing in the world like seriously <laughs> but yet we make something like cleaning the, the, the almost the high point of our lives seriously like <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got to do the cleaning today it's really important really Sorry, yeah. really gets me. Yeah, <laughs> we're getting a bit off topic here. No. So yeah, so uh, but it lends itself to the kind of the, the yeah the the constant self talk, the stories that we tell ourselves, and and keeping us, you know. And it's like that when it comes to you know we whenever going through the transformation, we're making getting results. You know, we're starting to see things moving, but then all of a sudden things don't move. You maybe hit that plateau and um. It's kind of, we, we do get a sense there's almost a trend, isn't there, Greg? It's like, you know, the first kind of four or five, maybe six weeks, things are ticking along and then there's a bit of a bit of a straight line, ahead of plateau, and then things might start to decline a little bit, you know, in terms of results or just not moving in the way. Or even, not necessarily just the physical results, but in terms of the interaction of that person, in terms of the communication from them, even how they're talking, how they're speaking, you know, um energetically they're just distant or 
you know, backing away. So have you had that experience yourself and just, yeah. Yeah. So I've got pretty good over the last few years of calling people out on it. Mm. I'm just like, oi, are you, are you okay? Um, and often it, then you get this thing of, oh, well, I've got this going on, I've got this going on, I've got this going on, et cetera. And I'm like, okay, that's awesome. Is it stopping you from going for a walk? Is it stopping you from, and what happens is we get so tied up in all of this other stuff that we just abandon ourselves. Um, and you've read The Big Leap. Um, yeah, so this is, and, and do you know what's funny? It's, it always happens as people are getting results. Mm. It's really weird. So it's like they, they're doing really well, they're consistently getting results. Then all of a sudden, all of this other stuff comes on top. Yeah. Um, and I think in a big leap, and you'll probably have some thoughts on this, I think a lot of it is, I'm getting results, but this feels too good and too easy. So I'm going to self-sabotage by getting myself involved in this, 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 and this, and this, to stop doing the things that I need to do that are getting me the happiness I want. Yeah, yeah. It's like the, oh, you just take the brakes off, or you say, oh, Overconfidence sometimes. That's a term that I, I would even probably, you know, I, I can relate to myself actually. You get to thought, oh, yeah, yeah, I know what I'm doing, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's fine, fine, I've got that. Yeah, 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 it's all up there, all up there, it's fine. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, why didn't that work? Why didn't I get the results that I wanted? So, and it's those sorts of behaviors that you don't, that are harmless, but they're actually then impacting you and and again i know this all sounds a bit you know getting into behavior and psychology but it's it's those little subconscious thoughts that you have you think oh you know it's all right you've got this you know what you're doing and it's that complacency kicks in doesn't it well i think that's i think because we both delve into that psychology and the mindset stuff and all the rest of it because if, if i'm honest for most of the ladies that I coach, getting in shape is not about the training per se. It's not about, it's, it's, not, it's not even about nutrition. It's actually about how they feel about themselves. Because mm -hmm. once that kicks into gear, then the other stuff is easy. Um, but I think that's why we coach rather than just do personal training and set exercise and reps because you have to deal with the head stuff first or else nothing else really matters. That, that's just my fault anyway yeah, absolutely absolutely so yeah and that's one kind of question that comes up when we spoke about identity in the last podcast was around about you know it's about the person that you want to become isn't it it's about who that is and, and that's where we tap into to get really clear and specific on what that is yeah. like people in business they talk about their ideal client you know so what's your what's that person look like and, you know that we can we hear that a lot don't we so yeah the same with our own you know the same with the women that we work with and that and that's what we're tapping into and that's what i think a lot of people either don't expect to get um or I have never been asked before yeah i i think people i think when people come to it with me or you they think they're gonna get an exercise program and a meal plan and i'm like i'm not i'm not about that that's not what you came to someone like me or you for. They came to us to change their life, not workouts, because you've done all the workouts and look where it's got you. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I'll be honest and I'll, I'll speak for me. 
as one half of this podcast. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm going to speak for you too. You, you, you come to us for a transformation, not a meal plan to work out. Like, yeah. you want a meal plan to work out, plenty of people will give that to you, but that's why you failed before. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's trying to fix, fix the problem. I have a weight loss problem, or I have a weight problem, therefore I just need a solution. So um, I was trying to fix it in that way. So, it, Whereas in actual fact, it's not... I, I listened to a great podcast actually recently and it was all about actually weight, weights and accumulation, isn't it? On the physical sense, it's accumulation of, of excess calories over time, but also on a like a, uh, on an emotional level as well. It's an accumulation of not feeling worthy, not feeling confident, not feeling, you know, or feeling inadequate in some way, you know, whatever that is for that person. So, and it's kind of built up into an accumulation of that and then into the physical sense over time. Yeah. Mm. I that was a great way of thinking about it. Yeah, that's a good I like that actually. I I've I think there are two words though that we often use as coaches that you might do something very similar. But there's two words that anyone listening to this can can use and I'm I'm happy to give it away. Um and often like you said earlier about people think they've got everything locked down in their heads. Oh yeah, Greg, I'm eating well. Uh, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And I'm like, okay, show me. <laughs> For those who are listening, I'm looking around the room waiting for someone to show me. And yeah, that's the real test. Like, you know, when I go climbing, and if someone can't go climbing and they and the person that couldn't climb says, Oh, did you have a good climb? Then it's like yeah, yeah, it's a really good climb. Where's the video? Yeah. <laughs> didn't happen unless there's a picture. <laughs> if there's no evidence, it didn't happen. Yeah. yeah. I, le- I think I learned that from um, oh, How to Get Away with Murder. That's it. Awesome program. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, you can't prove a crime. <laughs> Trying to get away with murder. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. It's our secret. But I think, yeah, you can't prove something happened if there's no evidence of it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think people, if they, if they did, if they um, give themselves the show me test, um, then it will, it will be really apparent um, why they potentially aren't getting the results. And yeah. that's why they disengaged after that initial buzz. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's it. It just, and then it kind of starts as maybe just one or two things. And then, it, you know, it, it then compounds. So, you know, like getting changes or getting results or creating habits, it's the compound of the little things over time that gets you there. But it's the same going backwards. It's the little things that make the biggest change, you know, whether it's the way that you want or the way that you don't want, you know. So, um, so that's why it's like, because it's frustrating. You think it's going to be something really big and obvious, but sometimes it's it's going back to those right back to basics let's look at this like you say show me what's going on show me what you know send pictures of you know even of your plates and things that get there let me see what's what's happening um and even even just being that extra level of accountability as you said just sometimes just kicks you back in again um and starts to get things moving for you again so well i had a client um, we had a call actually on Monday this week and 
she was like, Greg, I don't know what's going on. I've been at a plateau for three or four weeks, but I'm tracking my food and I know. So I said, all right, great, great. Send me all your meals for today and just put your hand by the plate. So I want to just put your hand at the same level as the plate. And then I got two meals over and I said, right, let's talk about size of portions. I said, how much is that? And I think it was like potatoes or something. I was like, how much potatoes you got there? And she was like, look at your hand and then look at the potatoes. Oh. So like you say, these little things, Mm -hmm. these little slips. uh, What's the other one? Bite, licks and chews. Bite, slips and chews, yeah. BLCs, they're killers. (laughs) Oh, just taking some food off little Johnny's plate. It's okay, you know. While I'm cooking, I'm just tasting the the recipe. You've got to make sure it's okay, right? Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. And that's even from... Wasn't it Susan that we took? Oh, yes, yes. yes. She brought that ice, the bites, licks and the chews. So, yeah, she said the, the little, the little, just misdemeanors, no, what's the word I'm looking for? But anyway, those little incidentals, isn't it, that, that just happened? That... It's, it's the little white lies, there you go. I call it the little white lies. <laughs> oh, I just had a little bit. I just had a little bit. Oh, the two biscuits I had, you know, today. Just, I had two biscuits with my coffee just in my little break. Oh, okay. 140 calories later. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, so it is down to those, and that's what you can do. So you just have to, for as long as you can, you get that frustration, you get annoyed, you think nothing's happening. Yeah, what's the point? You know, that sort of whole spiral of thoughts start to happen. And you really just have to stop and pull yourself out of it because, one, it's like, how helpful is to your goal having those thoughts yep is is it gonna is it gonna keep you moving further away from it or is it you know or can you revert it it's not gonna you know and i say that rhetorically but obviously it's not gonna those thoughts are not gonna help you get back to where you want to go so um and that's just one thing to do is just stop you gotta be stop unaware of those thoughts and just right mm. cut that stop okay go right okay thoughts are done <laughs> let's leave them there let's not spend any more time there we need to get back on track well i think you just raised a really good point because there's a book um chimp paradox it's called i think and it just talks about animal brain or chimp brain versus the logical brain and i think the animal stroke chimp brain gets really um it's really powerful it's all that emotion it's all that and it, it can easily draw you back to that place where oh i'm comfortable down here not the person I want to be. So you start glass ceiling, as I think you used with a client the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't go too high. You know, don't lose too much weight. Oh, this can't be that easy. Mm. I've got to go and do carb cycling with keto veganism. Because <laughs> it, it, it needs to be harder. Um, but, that, but that is just self-sabotage. That is just you just shooting your foot is what, is yeah. what that is, I think. Oh, the one, yeah, like I said, is women that I have recently, they just wanted to start running. So I'd come to the couch to 5K to start running <laughs> because they, they feel like they have to do more. There has to be more. So, um, which is, okay, fine, but, you know, don't have to do it. You don't have to do it. Mm-hmm. So I said to him, you know, unless you want to be a runner, then okay, go ahead. If you want to be a runner, you want to get good at running, go for it. <laughs> but um, if you're just doing it because 
you need to do more than just be careful that you're just not trying to, you know, pushing yourself or just doing more because you feel you should. And then, like you say, you'll hit that glass ceiling then. Mm-hmm. Something will happen. An injury will creep. You'll get a niggle or whatever, you know. And then you'll go, oh, stuff it, I'll wait till after the school holidays. Yeah. Um, that, that You just made me think of a really good point there. And now it's gone. I hate when you do that. I'm blaming you for my own memory, by the way. <laughs> it's all your fault. It's all your fault. Um, that's a really good point. Actually, that's, that was it. So I guess I liken it to you've got a headache. And what do people do? What do people do when they get a headache? Paracetamol. Paracetamol, yeah. Paracetamol, okay. ibuprofen. Then they get a headache the next week. What do they do? Have a paracetamol. And I think we're so we're so used to just fixing the immediate pain rather than going to the root cause of well, why do I keep reaching for paracetamol when actually I need an eye test or or I'm always stressed or I'm not sleeping well. But I think that's the thing. If you're going to come and work with any of us, you have to not want to keep popping painkillers. You have to go to the, let's fix the problem. Let's stop the headaches altogether rather than just easing the pain. I think that's what, where we come in. And I think that's why people do get stuck because they try and do things like the couch to 5K because it's a paracetamol. It's a bit of a dopamine hit. Well, if I start running, I'm doing something yeah because you know like maybe weighing my food or going to sleep on time or going for a daily walk isn't i'm not doing those anymore so i have to find something to replace it because i feel comfortable that if i'm going harder i'm doing better yeah i'm doing more than what i was before so therefore i'm Mm. yeah yeah i'll get back on track quicker yeah if i run really really yeah, but it's, just, it's those hard questions that we, that we can ask people that I think people can't ask themselves. And until they can do that, that's where you need someone else in your life. Yeah. Totally. Like us. Yeah. Like, like, I tell you what, this is, this is how it is. It's like Mr. Miyagi. I'm going somewhere. <laughs> I'm going somewhere, people. Oh, yeah. Go on. Well, Give it to the all right, here's the Karate Kid analogy that I think everybody needs to understand. So Karate Kid, you know, he gets kicked, he gets his ass kicked, and then all of a sudden he goes to a little Chinese man, a uh, Japanese man, because it's Karate, it's Japanese. Yeah. So all he teaches him to do is wax on, wax off, wax on. But he thinks he needs to learn to fight. Yeah. But what he's got him doing is wax on, wax off, wax off. Paint the fence, paint the fence, sweep the floor, sweep the yeah. floor. And actually, it's practice so that when the punch does come, oh, I blocked. Oh. Because you've done it so many times. So it's that same repetition of, okay, I know what my meal sizes should look like because I've done it so many times. I now know that that is 15 grams of peanut butter that I've got on my plate, not 28 grams of peanut butter. (laughs) There you go. Exactly, yeah. and, and it is. There's that, and uh, that's to that point I just made as well about the, the looking for a weight loss. So like that, he wanted to learn how to fight, but he actually taught him how to defend, didn't he? 
So exactly. you're not looking for the solution. You want to fight, therefore you need to teach me how to fight. No, I'll teach you how to defend mm-hmm. and how to block, you know. And and it's kind of like lending itself. I am going somewhere myself here with this. <laughs> it is lending itself to the fact that, you know, instead of looking for a weight loss solution or a weight loss, you know, what you want to think about is who is the person that you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And then what are the things that that person does and do them? Yeah. So, so if, that's, if I want guns or arms like Susan, I want I need to train like Susan, not start doing couch to 5K. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you need to start picking up weights, yes. <laughs> right, it made me feel bad. I can start doing <laughs> Sorry, I haven't picked up a weight in months. Um, <laughs> No, that's not true. The odd kettlebell, but that's about it. Um, the, but yeah, the, much like that is, it's around about, you know, if you want to be fit and strong and energy, have energy and confidence and think, you know, what does a person who is fit and strong, what are they doing? You know, so go and see what that person is doing and do what they're doing. So, you know, and how they're, what they're saying and how they're thinking and everything else. So, Mm. Um, I, I can't agree with you more there yeah so that's that's kind of how I helped some of the ladies get over it you know if you hit those kind of blocks and those obstacles and get frustrated you know before you put the brakes on and think things aren't working just stop and ask yourself like am I doing everything that, that you know a person mm. who is healthier stronger fitter whatever that goal is for you you know, am I doing everything that they would be doing? What I associate with a person who is like that. Yeah, I think um, all these people in the world that we think are great at whatever they do. So um, I'll take, let's take Usain Bolt because he's one of my idols. I think I've watched him run and I know his coach would have gone, well, that's that race, he didn't run as fast. And they'll watch it back and often it will be something really basic like, foot position on the blocks it wasn't that he didn't run fast he didn't start fast mm-hmm. so they go back and what they'll do is they'll just drill the start and i remember when i used to sprint many 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 moons ago i did it now i tear my hamstrings i reckon but, <laughs> although Stephen h who's been on the podcast before said i should get into it again so maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. but i think it's just going back to you, you hit that you do that start and it's going back to the basics because the basics always win. Yeah. Every time, without fail. Yeah. Every time. So, so that's what we've got to do. It's just, and it's just having someone there to remind you and just let you go back and, and focus on those things. Because on your own, you would just probably stop. Or like you said, Greg, you would just turn and look for something else. So, oh, that works for someone else. And you'll go and do that for the next three, four, six weeks or whatever. And then you know and everybody probably hit the same going well i'm doing all this and nothing else is changing you know so um so that's why having someone obviously to help you to talk it through and and to just basically to just show you that you know give you that different perspective isn't it so it's it's why the best people have coaches right well all of the the best people in the world or what they do have a coach singers have a vocal coach and maybe a choreographer as well Mm-hmm. Gymnasts have a coach. Um, actors have an acting coach. 
it's, it's crazy how we do this thing of, I want to be great, but I'm going to try and do it alone. Yeah. Everyone needs a team. We, we, <laughs> if, if anything, lockdown has shown us how humans have to work together. Um, but yet we try and change our bodies alone. Yeah, exactly. It's just giving you that direction, isn't it? Because the yeah. compass goes a little bit screwy sometimes. So we just have to put you back on the right track again. <laughs> exactly. or, or, or call you out on your BS or, <laughs> or get you to get, you know, hey, I, I told you a couple of days ago that I cried on my little weekend with my coach. And it was just like, wow. But I think that needed to happen to kind of get me to go forward again. Yeah. It's painful at the time. Mm-hmm. That's okay now. I'm good. I, I, I'm glad I got it out. Yeah, I'm comfortable. I think. Yeah, I think you have to get you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. I like that. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Absolutely. Nice one. So, well, I think I'll wrap it up there. Yeah, I think let's leave that one right there. So, um, to anyone listening, um, leave a review on Apple if you do. Share this. Subscribe. Actually, I, I've had a lot of people actually say they don't know what to do. So I'm like, look, go into the podcast and hit subscribe. <laughs> and get it as soon as we upload them, right? Yeah. Yeah, so hit subscribe, share it and stuff. Cool. No, cool. thanks very much, everyone. Yeah. Hope awesome. you enjoyed it. Yeah, I think, I think that was a tasty one. I like that. Yeah. Cool. cool. All right. Take care, people. All right. See you there. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.